Greetings one and all. It's Bob, your DM. And welcome to episode four of I Roll Die with a little help from my friends. We last left our party at the Far Meadow Banquet, and they've just met the mayor of the village, making some pretty big claims. And our party was ready to find out a little more about why they were here. Remember, if you use Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, post to tell your friends about I Roll Die, and make sure you tag that post with hashtag I Roll Die. And if you do, we might choose your name to be one of our new NPCs throughout our adventure. Remember to rate our podcast wherever you listen to it, as well on Facebook. Now, let's roll some dice. So Sarah, just one note that I noticed in episode three that I was not aware that just did apparently just went over my head when we were recording. The name of your town was actually never given. Adira is the name of the region, country, mm-hmm. kingdom. Um, your and, and I put it onto the uh, map that I had sent through the thing. Uh, it's actually called Ambervale. Okay. And it's nestled in the crook of the Ambervale Mountains. Very nice. Thank you. All right. Uh, So the Harvest Feast is concluding. We've all learned some things as the event has gone on. Far Meadow Valley is a friendly, friendly family place. Throughout the feast, all those around you would strike up polite conversation, ensuring that, that you feel part of the town. And they take this very, very seriously. It's very reminiscent, the, the way that things have, have proceeded, as you noticed, it's very reminiscent of the Fae and how their uh, guest host responsibilities play out. They take please and thank yous and, and all, all of that very seriously. They're, they as hosts are very, want to make sure that your needs are taken care of and, and you guys are under the protection of their you know, hospitality. The Valley residents take great pride in their product find out from orchard farmers that add their apples to the mash which gives it its unique taste to the flower farmers that feed the bees that create the honey to mention the beekeepers who brave the insects to harvest the honey itself are the people they take pride in their work do they seem like they're happy doing it or are they like absolutely okay they're, they, they, it's it's they're not it, being forced to and like no, this is, resenting this, us. This is a joy. Each and and you notice that each person like takes pride, especially in what they do. Oh my god, that's so much worse. All of the residents not only respect, but they admire Mayor Greatsword for his efforts to not only guide the village, but to have the foresight in bringing the people who uniquely have their abilities to bring this valley together for the mutual benefit and to produce a product that is greater than the parts itself. Mayor's Risemore Greatsword, you find out his his full name is Risemore Greatsword, is a jovial giant. Yeah. What? 
Giggity. Yeah. Throughout the feast, he has left his seat and gone around the table, all uh, talking with all the residents, always with a large goblet of meat in that fits he, his humongous hands, and laughing and joking, and always with that air of family and togetherness. You've pieced together that the mayor uh, was a great adventurer. You get bits and pieces of tales of grandeur and adventure, and as different members of the village, you know, they're prodding him and to regale them with tales of his exploits. And despite all of the valley being here, you all notice that Renmar and the dire wolves are not present. And the last thing you all, or that you've picked up throughout this, is that Lily, her full name is Lilith, great sword, the mayor's daughter, um, she is bright and bubbly. She is doted on by her father. He makes sure that she is served before he is. He helps her clean up as she has spilled her drink several times during the feast. She's not drinking mead, but she's drinking water. She's blonde hair, blue-eyed. Despite being Rysmore's daughter, she is slight. She's 5'4", 120 pounds. She's wearing a blue peasant dress that has a black corset top to it. Uh, she mostly stayed near her father during the meal and took charge of the servers as things died down. But the servers made sure that she was not doing the work herself because a few times she would stumble in the way and, you know, some trays and some dishes would crash. But her logistical prowess of how she directed the staff during the, the feast and afterwards outweighed the small incidences that occurred. So now the meal is wrapping up. The hall begins has begun to clear. You all hear most of the town will be having uh, an after party at the Blushing Bee Tavern. Renmar and the Dire Wolves are walking into the feast and the wolves kind of take a corner and Lily brings them a little doggy dish in the corner. You are all asked to stick around, as they would like you to, to be in attendance for the Valley Council meeting. The doors are shutting, and the people left in the room are the mayor, Renmar, the sheriff, and Maggie. They all kind of sit down around the table, introduce themselves. The only one that I haven't really introduced to you guys is the Sheriff Reggie Swiftdream. Mayor kind of brings things to order. Says, So I'm assuming you all have a lot of questions. That's a fair assumption. And he, and he just kind of sits there smiling at you all. I guess I'd Somebody like to... Somebody tell him our questions. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd like to start with kind of the most obvious question of why are we here and how have you summoned us? And Renmar kind of perks up a little bit and he says, well, I, um, I was the one who summoned you, uh, per the sheriff's order, which was per the mayor's order. So I did the deed, but I was not really privy. So I will... Past the buck, as it were. And But it is your magic that is uh, to account for the forest particular enchantment as well as the uh, the parchment that led us here. Oh, why, yes. Well, no one gets in, in the valley without uh, my knowledge. Well, 
understandable. Your defense mechanism or your defense systems are very intuitive, very smart. I, I commend you for them, for what it's worth. Uh, I understand, uh, Mr. Lord Risemore, that... Uh, oh, 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 not, not Lord, please. I am uh, but a humble mayor. Yeah. Regardless, I'm going to have to call you your highness on account of the height difference. <laughs> He, he, he kind of does that pouting lip thing of... Hmm. But I understand that you have an affinity for bringing people whose particular talents you require the most into your forest. Well, it is, it is not my forest. I am just the guide for the town. But yes, uh, I, I have talent and I have, I have a, a gift for seeing... Where people do best. Well, absolutely. You found yourself a very high-level caster with an affinity for the Fey in the woods. Oh, would we, we hide we, you in the woods? I, I am merely his guest. Ah, I apologize. I misunderstood the arrangement. So you are all brought here to help us with the the, the mead transfer, and basically, the sheriff has told me that. In the past couple of cycles that we've had trouble with our convoys that would come in and trade with our town. Because it's not like anybody can just walk in here. And so when the sheriff told me that there has been trouble, we could not just sit back and allow our yearly haul of our product to be at risk. So to ensure that things go well, we have sought out a group of individuals who complements the town. You do realize I spend most of my day bottle-feeding bunny rabbits, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I just don't really see how I got uh, headhunted in this particular situation. It's not one thing to do your daily job, but we just look to the future. Sure. How long in the future do you anticipate keeping us on, as it were? I mean, as long as you would like. Okay. I'm trying to read him because there seemed to be some implication when we first got here that I couldn't tell whether he was hoping we would stay for a long time or hoping to put us in a situation where we were stuck here for a long time. Yeah, could I do an insight on that? Like, is this guy yeah. open up here? That's yeah, kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah, absolutely. Please do an insight check. Can I also do one? Yeah. Let's please some D&D. &D. It's going to be I a 14. 18. 14 and... 18. Susan, what you get is that he's on the up and up. He he is... He's a big, jovial dolt. I mean, and not not in a in a stupid way, but he he's just giving you the, the truth. Okay. Jake Udik gets all of that, and at one point during the conversation, you get that he knows more than he's telling you, but he's not hes not lying to you. He's withholding. Yeah. Kylon, who did not do any sort of check, has a lot of suspicion about this guy, and can't really be cared to do a check about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just pretty much suspicious about everyone all the time. I was going to say, it's just her default state of being. Yes. Mr. Mansplitter, if I'm understanding this correctly, it's not just any adventures <laughs> you wanted. You wanted us in particular. 
the DM is making a face. He's choosing his words very, very carefully. Um, That's a thing you love to hear as a player. <laughs> <laughs> very carefully. <laughs> Mr. Udik, is it? It is. It is. Um, Udik, as, as we've said before, I have a knack for knowing where people need to be. And honestly, there's nothing magical about me about knowing where things are and how things work. And I, I, I just take the information that's given to me and I put it into use. Like a, like, um, like a good general putting a soldier out to field. He knows where he needs to be. Is this guy just bullshitting me right now that all of this is just kind of luck for him? Or just like, I'm gonna get adventurers and they're gonna be great. Insight check. I think that, yeah, Ari, I, had to, I took him at his word after the check, but that uh-huh. those statements are piquing her particular interests in like her backstory. Uh-huh. And so, man, I don't know how she'd respond. I think she, she now is, if not suspicious, she's intensely curious. Like she would be now kind of hanging on his every word. I got an eight for mine, for my insight there. So not very insightful. Yeah, he, he's he he's not again. He's not lying to you. At this point, I think Teeny's just very intrigued by the magical side of this, and is like, well, nothing else, I guess. This will just be a good experience. <laughs> like, okay. The sheriff kind of interrupts and says, "You all, I I I have been told that." You all are, are are young adventurers. It's not it's not like you have all been doing this for a long time. This is a great opportunity for y'all. And we, what what we're trying to do is just ensure that our product has a little extra uh, muscles. Not this necessarily the right term because we got plenty of muscle, but we just want to make sure that you know our product gets where it needs to be. Ari, are you looking, like, suspicious of these guys right now? Um, are you still, like, kind of softened? Suspicious is a, a strong word. Let's see. Yeah, I'm a little suspicious, I think. And I, I think I resent being informed that this is a good opportunity for me. I, like, having, like I appear so young. But, I mean, I'm 80 years old. You know, I've been, been around the block. Well, funny enough, this is a human, and he is maybe 60. Sure. I mean, that's that's great. Just to give you... Yeah. background. That's helpful. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, I think I, I, I've I narrowed my eyes and I'm just kind of observing this situation. I, yeah, so that's that's kind of what you're seeing. Kylon has is, is like super duper suspicious and like borderline annoyed because this guy's talking like almost like fortune tellery bullshit. Yeah. She's like slack like l- lean back in her chair, arms crossed pretty annoyed and definitely just here for the money, for sure. Like, this is starting to give off sketchy vibes, but she needs the money, so she's waiting it out. And we are closed in this room, right? Yes. We're going to move this along. <laughs> so the, the la- uh, really, Ma- Maggie does, Maggie Longbrew, the head of the Blushing Bee, talked, uh, does speak up and, and says, Mayor, I, I have talked with, most of this group, and I believe that your assessments will probably pan out. Uh, they're they're all very and kind of looks at Teeny a little bit. 
and then goes back, I think they're fine. I think that these these uh, fine young people and they will they will they will serve that if they want to be a part of this great community then they will do well and we are honored to be uh, entrusted with such a fine vintage of mead as well that is king's mead so i'd like to clarify if i may there is some sort of a payment, correct? Absolutely. And to clarify what that is, if you wouldn't mind? Uh, well, I was actually just about to uh, ensure that the sheriff uh, got you your ten gold uh, for showing up. And on delivery, you will all be paid your forty gold. Each? Oh, absolutely. We, we do not skip around here. Excellent. All right. I just wanted to clarify. Okay. So when do we go on this adventure? Uh, well, the, the carts are being prepped now. Tomorrow morning, the, the, the caravan will, will head out. Yeah, you will, your journey, journey shall start tomorrow. Uh, you all feel free to uh, take advantage of anything in the town if you need supplies or, 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 or need your, your gear updated or whatnot. Uh, that's a good time to make sure that you're good before you go. We, we are at your service. We want to make sure that our product gets, gets to the rightful place. Because we are nervous about it. Cool. Not about you. Uh, it, that's why we're bringing you in. <laughs> we understand your concerns and your product is in good hands with us. We appreciate all of your hospitality such, but as you understand it, we may require a little bit of privacy as we prepare ourselves for the task at hand this evening. So if we are not as visible throughout the town, we're probably just in our rooms. I feel free to do that or join the festivities down at the Blushing Bee, and uh, it sounds like it's going to be a wild good time. Oh, absolutely, sir, and I just didn't want you to think we were being rude if we were to not attend. Teeny, so the the council has kind of set itself along part of the table. Maggie has set herself farthest from you. That's ideal. Well, it, it Sweet reason I say that is that it puts you at a place where you can see some uh, a different. You, you are at the end per se of where you guys are all sitting. Uh, can you do a um, perception check? Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean you're all welcome to do a perception check. I just hers is ideally where she's placed. Eighteen. Anybody else want to? Or I will go. never turn down a perception check. <laughs> Your girl's got a plus five to wisdom. Let's go, Ooh, buddy. That's a that's a dirty twenty. Ooh, like not, nice. it's not a nat twenty. It's a dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it, it sounded like you said thirty twenty, and I was like, mm-hmm. what's a thirty? <laughs> it's actually yeah, it's actually a fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! I see inside things. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to look at my script, Susan? <laughs> so we have an eighteen, a twenty. A ten. <laughs> Kylon use... continues to roll like a pro. I use my wisdom modifier. Is that yeah. true? So twelve. Oh. Uh, I used my second set of dice, hoping that I would have more <laughs> luck this time. Aww. It's not. It's not starting off strong. So eighteen, twenty, eighteen, and twenty. You guys notice that the door to the mayor's residence is not completely shut 
and Susan actually you see blonde blonde hair and you like make eye contact with whoever's on the other side and they scurry. Hmm. It doesn't look like Lilith. It's like someone else. No, it, it, you you nailed it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I'm taking notes now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Working hard. Okay, and so she was, she was kind of peering into this situation from that other room. Yeah. Like she was, she had, was listening in. Making sure, does anybody do anything with that information or is it? Oh, well, I looked to the group. Well, I, I looked to the group. So. Yeah, you did not. Sorry. Yeah, if, sorry, Teeny, I can't, what did you say? I couldn't hear you. I was just going to look over to the rest of the group and see if anybody else saw it. Yeah, I'll catch your eye. Am I reading the situation that I could potentially kind of like slip off at this point because we're kind of adjourned? Um, Uh, Things are about to adjourn. The mayor actually kind of looks at you two kind of eyeing each other. And is everything all right? So actually, um, I have not broken eye contact with the mayor. That's why I did not roll perception check because I'm with him in this moment. (laughs) So... As he's noticing, can I try and like get his, make sure he's on me? <laughs> I mean, he, he yeah. noticed them. All right. Bastard. Yeah. Okay. I'll turn on my best charming teen and I'll say, oh, yes. Um, I am just wondering what teeny is planning to do this evening because it sounds really fun. And I want to get out there and check out the town. And I'll look at teeny again and cock my head like towards the hallway where I'm assuming this door is kind of in the hallway and say, um... Do you want to get going? I think that sounds like a marvelous idea. Well, again, like schmooze a little bit to the mayor, like mayor, thank you for hosting us. I Mm -hmm. am excited to hear more about your great adventures. They're quite inspiring, but you know, we young ladies, we just have to go, go explore and go uh, meet some people and enjoy your, your marvelous, marvelous town. Please, and I'm please like do. Backing away and like kind of like cute little curtsy type stuff, trying to get the H out of there. <laughs> he's like grinning and literally doing like his. He's doing the high five with his hand, like his hand is out, like but like wave, like exaggerate it, waving goodbye. Like it is wonderful to meet you. <laughs> uh, the the sheriff will meet you in the morning at the caravan down, actually near the Blushing Bee. So you guys will be ready to go. Perfect. Uh, so, Tini, you you coming with me? Yes, I am also doing my best as a tabaxi to somehow <laughs> manage to curtsy. I don't really know it's a custom that I'm familiar with, but sure, sure I'll give it a go. <laughs> I'm, TBH, I'm probably also not familiar with it, but I'm doing like what I think curtsying is probably maybe <laughs> just like this real awkward, but it gets the point across, hopefully. <laughs> Kylon now has a visual scale in her head, like old school you know, judgment scales. Libra. And she's trying to decide which is worse, staying in this room with this super creep who's giving her all the bad vibes or having to go to a party. And she ultimately decides that there is strength in numbers and she just stands up and looks at the mayor and just kind of gestures at the other two girls and follows them out the door. (laughs) Okay. Poor I do think... I do think... Well... Oh, I was just going to say, like, I probably would try to, like, do a subtle, like, you good to Udik on the way out, but I don't know if I, he's, like, pretty engaged. No, I'm kind of just, like, letting you guys get out of the okay. room and going to just shake Mayor's hand on my way out. His hand envelops yours. Is he trying to outgrip me or anything? Oh, no, absolutely not. 
All right, I match his grip perfectly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not putting any strength behind it. So yeah. That I am too giving him a limp fish. Hello. <laughs> You're out limp fishing each other. <laughs> <laughs> so the ladies are going somewhere. Uh, where's that? I mean, I'll step out kind of like I'm not too far behind them, but I'll meet up with them. Are we in the blushing bee still? No. Everybody is uh, current. Right. You guys are all currently still up at the meeting hall, the, the town hall. Okay. Um, so. Where on the town hall, where in the map is the town hall? At the top, the mayor's residence town hall. Okay. I was trying to, I was doing my very best to beat feet so that I could go see if I could find, um, notes, 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 Lilith, um, if I could catch her. Now, I was going with her. Yeah, and I think I was under, yeah, I was under the impression Teeny and I both were curious to follow up with her. Um, okay. So I think I, I would. You were like a knowing look as you're like, yeah things are weird we'll talk mm-hmm. absolutely so can i see any traces of her can we as a group see any traces of her i don't know that kylon does still doesn't necessarily know uh, that we're looking for her <laughs> do an investigation check uh sure per- perception <laughs> uh, sorry i'm no, gonna I'm- i'll try not to try to talk you into roles that are good no 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 i am i am absolutely fine with that if you can it- <laughs> If you can make case for it, I'm right. cool with it. But I think this one's going to still be a, an investigation. Perfect. So for me, that's a five. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 16 um, if I am allowed to roll. Nice. So you weren't sure exactly. So she, she had went out through the side entrance, and which is where the restrooms and whatnot are for that, for that hall. And you don't know which way she went. But I will say that the tabaxi, her high senses gives her enough to be like, uh, her perfume went down this hall. And so I'm assuming you proceed. Mm-hmm. Once we're kind of through the door, I would say to Kylon, we saw Lilith through this door peeking in. We just want to kind of investigate. Oh, great. That sounds a lot better than a party. I'm in. <laughs> Uh, so that hallway leads you back towards the kitchen prep area kind of thing. Everything was prepared down at the Blushing Bee, but this is generally like a prep station for where all the servers unpack the food and keep it warm and all that kind of stuff. And she's back there. She's crying. I actually did not follow them. Like if okay. they, they went out the door, like as I'm kind of you go do your thing. I'm going to start making my way kind of towards the blushing bee and okay. let them chase what they saw. But like, I'm here. I am representing the party walking down the street. We're taking part in things. Don't <laughs> mind my missing friends. <laughs> he, he's enough of a man to be a party. Unfortunately, <laughs> I meant it personality wise, but okay. So she, she's kind of crying in the back. I would immediately come up to her and kind of calmly say, is there anything that I can do to help? You startle her and she she doesn't have much to say. She's startled. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. We were just, you know, kind of checking out the kitchen and happened upon you and I see that you seem rather upset. It's, and she like wipes her eyes and she's, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, <sighs> 
Well, if I know anything about anything, I know when a woman says she's fine, she's definitely not, so. It's just Papa just, he doesn't understand. And it's very, it's hard to get through to him because he, he just, he just wants to take care of me. Oh, I see. So it's a a familial issue. Well, um, parents are rather difficult to get along with sometimes. (laughs) I can tell you that from personal experience, and... If there's anything that I can do, if you wanted to bounce some ideas off, I'm happy to do that. And I kind of look over to Susan like, uh. I nod very solemnly and very maturely uh, at Teeny, like, mm-hmm, yeah, adults, mm-hmm, yeah. And then I immediately, like, sit down next to Lilith, like, total teen mode, like, oh my gosh, I know, right? Um, But I'll say, like, oh, wow, yeah, that's really hard. Do you do you want to talk about it? What? And I'm, I'm sincere. Susan sounds not sincere, but Arya is. So do you want to talk about it? What what doesn't he understand? I'm an adventurer. I have been training with Renmar since I was 12. He knows that I wanted to be on this detail, and mm. his words are over his dead body. Yeah, mm. dads suck, am I right? <laughs> we got a very uh, Themyscira vibe going on here. Yeah, I'll look at Kylon... And say, do you have you have some firsthand experience with this? Do you have any ideas? I mean, yeah, like my dad, he he's all general and war, and I just want to like hang out and take care of some animals, and he just didn't get it. But he lets you do what you want to do. Well, I got the hell out of Dodge. You just gotta get out of there, kid. Make a life for yourself. And I kind of <laughs> jump in. You know, and everyone's allowed to make their own choices. You know, you can do that or, or not do that, and it's totally all right. We could tell that you you are going through a lot, and, and we're probably imposing, so I don't necessarily want to keep you. So we'll we'll try and be on our way, but if you need anything, we'll be at the blushing. Be uh, oh, Ari has no intention of leaving. <laughs> 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 I mean, um, I, I, you know, I'll listen to what you're saying. Oh, man, I guess I'll look to I guess I'll look to Kylon and see if you're ready to leave. I think I'm torn. You know, I want to talk this girl through her situation, but um, I'm also probably not gonna abandon my party for it. Kylon is back in her own personal hell of having to deal with an awkward conversation <laughs> or go to a party. <laughs> so she's just kind would of. You, would you like a, a coin to flip? Or... <laughs> she's just kind of standing there, looking back and forth between the two of you, like at. Please get me out of here and not to any of the places you're going. How old did you say Lilith is? She she's teen coming of age. Seventeen, yeah. eighteen ish, yeah. Um man, I just she's I just... start backing away with Kylon. I kind of <laughs> grab Kylon. Cause I at this point I've said bye, right? I've dumped yeah. my heart. So I kinda of grab Kylon I'm like looking at her like, okay, let's go. Susan wants to stay. This is her problem. Ari. <laughs> or Ari yeah. wants to stay. This uh, is her problem. Yeah, I turn to Ari and I'm like, okay, cool. You got this, right? You got this? We're going to go. We got to check on Udik. He probably got lost. I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there in a little bit. Y'all go ahead. Have a have a glass of mead for me. Okay. So you all head on down. Ari. I, sh- sorry, I was going to say, as we go, I kind of tell Kylan, look, we can go hide in the room if you don't want to be at a party. It's totally fine if you're, like, totally against it. But I figured let's not kidnap the, uh, you know, mayors. 
daughter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've had enough kidnapping to last me a lifetime at this point. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I can stand the party as long as y'all don't mind me being glued to your hips the entire time and I don't have to speak to anybody. Perfectly Those are right. my terms. Okay, great. Yeah, that's perfect. Lily is trying to become her bright and bubbly self and she starts to try and put things continue to put things away and at some point she opens up a a cabinet and like pots and pans like come crashing down and she's just having a rough time. Yeah, I would just kind of do the thing where your friend is sitting on the stool while you're like pacing back and forth and trying to like figure your shit out and is just watching you <laughs> and I I think I would, we can RP this out, but I would be asking her a series of questions like, you know, when is the time where you get to choose what you want to do when you become, you know, an adult or like, and also, um, well, what does your father want to do? What does he have in mind for you? You know, I'm trying to suss out, is this something she just has to deal with for another year and then she can do whatever? No, basically she comes across to the fact of that he always is putting people in, in the right place at the right time. There is no plan. His his biggest plan for her is to make sure that she's safe in the valley and just enjoy life. And he just doesn't get that she... This is her calling. She wants to go out and, and seek adventure just like he did. He had that opportunity. But just because I'm a girl doesn't mean that I can't run with the boys, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, um, I'll see that it's probably some time has passed and I need to go find my group. Um, So I'll kind of start gathering my things. But I will say, here's the thing, Lilith. I believe in family and I believe in honesty. And I believe in freedom. And I think all three of those things can exist together. And so, but, but freedom is, has to be first. It has to saturate those other things. And so... At some point, you are just going to have to decide who you are independent of your father or anyone else. And I think you should be honest with him about that. I don't think you should just run away or bail out of the situation because he is family. But if he's not willing to accept it, you have to just take it for yourself. And so that doesn't have to be tonight. It doesn't have to be this caravan. But if you're just going to waste away in this valley, then you need to decide that that's not what you're going to do. She she definitely hears you and, like, meets your eyes and gives you, a, a, like, reaches for a big hug and thanks you and is very, very, very thankful that you listen to her. Yeah, okay, big hug for sure. And I don't know exactly the um, communication system if there is, like, um, you know, if there are messenger birds or what that looks like here. But if there's a way for me to give her some kind of information to contact me via letter or mail or sending or whatever that is i would do i would do that she's not even sure okay yeah that's fine i actually don't know let me double check my spells um but some comment will be made about you know if you can ever if you need something do your best to contact me and i'll come okay and she she's very grateful finishes up in there and kind of says okay well i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna go back to my my room i guess i'll be seeing you yes i'll be seeing you take care sleep well Thanks, Ari. Don't run away. <laughs> All right. So back down at the tavern, 
Udik, as you walked in, the place is off the chain. They have people playing live instruments and, I mean, everything but someone hanging from the chandelier. Like, it is, this is their big party of the year. So what you're saying is, there's a spot on the chandelier? There, there is. <laughs> there is a spot on the chandelier, yes. Which I will not be taking. I am a gentleman. I'm on a okay. job right now. I was going to say, I don't know if Maggie would enjoy that, but... Does anybody notice me come in? Oh, yeah. It's like cheers. Like, everybody's like, hey! I will, uh, I will return in kind. I mean, there's literally 30, 40 people in this. It's packed. This, this, this thing is packed. It is a ruckus. I mead, do mead that, is like, flowing. What? I'm going to do that, like, popular club walk where I just, like, go through and I greet everybody like I know them. On my oh, and they're <laughs> they're greeting you back like you are part of the family. And I'm, I'll, I'll just keep. And they up. want and they want to know everything about you, and they just want to they just want to talk and chat and. And everyone gets the same answer, which is, uh, let me get, let me get a let me get some meat. I'll be right back. <laughs> I gotta look empty, empty cup. Let me fix that. Be right back. Be right back. <laughs> and I'm gonna do that all the way to the bar, where hopefully I can get a drink. <laughs> So, you know, I'm assuming you make your way to the bar. Robbie is in full, like, he's, he's, he's actually pulled uh, Tony back. Tony's actually doing work. And he's getting every drink wrong that's not me, but he's, he's, he's trying. Well, in Tony's defense, who is ordering anything but the mead at this famous for their mead establishment? In the uh, hidden No one. The, not many at all. There you go. That's their problem. So he, you know, they're they're pouring mead and and they're just trying to keep up. Robbie, you know, makes finally makes eye contact with you. He's, One for you. Uh, two. Two. Ah, I knew I liked you. And he he gets you two. Perfect. So now I'm gonna take my two, and I'm going to take this drink and the drink that's obviously for my friend and make my way towards wherever our room is. So what I want to do is I want to take, like, I got these drinks, and I'm trying to, like, go through this party like I'm trying to get this drink to its owner. Like, okay. I was getting a drink for somebody else, and I'm trying to maneuver my way to wherever, like, the rooms are. So I might be able to, like, tuck back in and check on our stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a staircase that goes up. I mean, it's it's your main main bar room, and then towards where you come in, there's there's a stairwell, stairwell that goes up. Cool. Can I like sneak my way up those stairs or they're obvious as hell no i mean no everybody's just in in party mode so if you you could slip away easily and i will do such all right so udik has gone upstairs from the party to cups of meat i guess as it were and the ladies are making their way down from the town hall and i'm assuming are you guys heading towards the blushing bee Yes, that would be my assumption. You were leading the way, so it's up to you. Yep. Kylon, you are coming into the Blushing Bee as you do, as I described to Jake. Things are off the chain. They are off the hizzy. They are having a ruckus time in the Blushing Bee. Before I'd entered, I would have um, made sure to put some of my anti-allergy self on just in okay. case so that I can actually participate and be a, you know, help to okay. Kylan. 
And yeah, I guess I would reach them in the appropriate party manner. Hey! <laughs> so, at this point, Udik's gone, right? Udik's is up. Udik is upstairs. Yes. Okay. I do a scan of the room. I see that there is no other familiar face other than Martini. So I'm like, great. Udik's gone to bed. I'm going to my room. The party is over. I go and totally ditch Martini and run to the bar. I don't order a mead because, as you'll remember, the mead to me tasted like piss because I had a bad roll. It didn't taste bad, it just didn't taste. Okay, so it may as well have tasted like piss. So I order a different beer that I actually like and then run back to Martini and I'm like, hey, yo, I, I'm, I appreciate you, but it, it, it's, it's going to nighttime, so I'm going to head up to the room. No Bye. problem. Bye. I'm going to stay and I guess uh, have a mead okay. and wait for Ari. So I'll wander over to the bar. Okay. Uh, we'll say that hour has passed. Hour say. Ari, uh, that's when you would rejoin the group at the Blushing Bee. Yeah, sure. I'll. Uh... I'll kind of hesitate before I go in. You know, it's a big, big crowd. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of big crowds, but you know. Uh, and then I'll, I'll ease my way into the. The party and look is in full swing by the time you get down there. Like, people are very drunk. People are like, the the band is playing, but even they're a little drunk. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll. I'll make my way in, and I'm not trying to, like, hide, but I'm not trying to announce my presence either. Uh-huh. And I'm just gonna kind of, like, big smile, but constantly moving in a slow, like, strafing around the wall direction towards Martini. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and see if I can make my way over to her. Martini, are you striking up conversation? Or are you just keeping to yourself? I would generally, if someone addressed me, definitely have a conversation, but I wasn't going out of my way to be too ruckus. I just wanted to kind of wait and make sure that Ari made it back safely. Well, I, I just wanted to know, as a tabaxi, no one, there's no jeers, there's no, like, you are just accepted as another part of the community. Huh, that's cool. Uh, which you are not readily used to. Ambervale is not the most accepting town in the world. They have a very heated uh, rivalry with the elven community that is just south of them. So they, they are not fond of anything but humans per se. You guys are the only non-humans in town. Good to know. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> <cool. laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, then, yeah, if they had any questions about, like, any interest in, like, my species and race, yeah, like, I would absolutely, like, entertain that. that. Yeah, no, they, they, they eat it up. They love it. They love everything about you. They, they are, you know, asking, not rudely, they are just asking everything about, you know, why, you know how, how do you do this or what, what's that or... You're not, like, poking at your ears or anything, but... If anybody asks if I shed, I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's a thing, you know? <laughs> Sweeping is a regular occurrence. 
So then Ari That's comes cool. in and scoots in next to you. Oh, good, you made it. I was slightly worried. Yeah, I'll sidle in and kind of hop on a... If there's an available seat next to you, I'll kind of hop on and um, kind of glance around. Uh, and you can tell I'm tired. Like, fine. <laughs> but like, it is, get, it is getting late. Given that it's so late, do you want to go to bed? I think yes, I do want that. <laughs> okay, good. I was, I was honestly just you. waiting for you. <laughs> oh, that is so kind. Thank oh, you, you both went to so the party much. and both wanted to not be there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think we've shown our face. You have. You are the real MVP. Have you been here this whole time? Yeah, I just um didn't want to go up to the room and not know where you were as the last party member. Kind of. Ah, oh, that is so okay. kind of you. I let's I owe you one out. for sure. Yeah, let's Perfect. let's head upstairs. All right. So you know, through the night, everything. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh. I said oh. I went to my room. I never said I went to bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Udik, what are you doing? Yeah. So, the top of this, it stairs go up, kind of like a hallway, rooms down there. Uh-huh. I'm seeing this right? Yep. Fairly private up there. Is there much party going on? No. Upstairs, I mean, there's a few people who are, like, trying to, like, go off and find some sort of privacy. But, like, there's still, like, only one or two stragglers up there. And we all have individual rooms? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to sit and listen until all of the doors have... All of my companions' doors have opened and closed. Okay. And so once that happens, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out and I'm going to knock on Ari's door. Am I uh, in a room alone? Or am I with... Okay. So I'm a bit surprised, but I've probably just been kind of puttering around and so i'll come over to the door and open it kind of a crack and when i see it's udik i'll go ahead and open it all the way and i'll say hi hello hey so uh (laughs) you fixing to snoop around or what um i don't know if up to this point you've ever seen ari do this but she goes from her normal like bubbly you know anime child demeanor to like this like super like devious like oh yes let us do this together <laughs> let us go snoop ha! i knew you and, were in there <laughs> yeah i'll like do i have any snooping gear no nah, i guess i'll just have my normal stuff with me i'll put a hood on <laughs> want to look like we're just outside not in snooping gear right incognito right. <laughs> i like tap my nose with my finger and point and like mm-hmm, you're good at this already <laughs> uh i'll gesture to the other two girls rooms I I shrug like we could ask. Then I will. Uh, yeah, I'll move on to. I'll just Kyle on next, I guess. What? Never and mind. I, I can open see the that door. you're busy. <laughs> no, I open the door. <laughs> you uh, you want to snoop around a little bit? Ooh. Yeah, these fuckers are shady. I want to snoop. All right. So I, like, run back in and change back into outdoor clothes and come back out. And then, last but not least, Teeny. Who's had a few, or I'm assuming. Or just one and just sort of sipped it. You never know, don't judge. I I was asking. She's very (laughs) polite. Yeah, I opened the door. Now, this may be a stretch, but how do you feel about nefarious activities after dark? I kind of looked to the girls. (laughs) (laughs) Not, oh, oh, not, oh. 
Not how it sounds. Runic puts his hand up. Um, oh man! For the for the podcast, I suggested yeah, yeah. nefarious activities. <laughs>